0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special extra edition of Rowing Chat. Over the weekend, I got an email from Ian McNuff in the UK explaining that there's a big crisis for charities going on around the world, whereby because of lockdown, and in the UK particularly, because the London Marathon has been cancelled, many charities are going to be losing out big time in terms of fundraising that they depend on for their ongoing work through the year as a result a group of people have got together to create the 2.6 challenge and today i'm joined by two very special guests who are going to tell us a little bit about how different countries are responding to the challenge and how you can get involved. Welcome, guys. Hey. So, introduce Hi, yourself. Rebecca,
1: madam, how
2: are you?
1: Yeah, it's good to see Eric. Really good. Hi, Rebecca. Um, so I'm Martin Cross, and most people that row would know me through my voice because I'm World Row's TV commentator. In a previous life, I was um, a World Championship and Olympic rower. Uh, which is one reason I'm involved in this 2.6 challenge.
2: Mate, don't talk down just a rower, buddy. <laughs> you can do the rest, Eric. <laughs> That's all right. No, hey, guys. Um, yeah, Eric Murray um, once once was athlete. Now uh, now stay at home dead, doing bits and pieces around the place. Um, Yeah, look, you know, we just—I think Rebecca's going to sum it up quite well. That yeah, she's um, she's in pretty interesting times at the moment. So we're all trying to do our little bits and pieces here for, like, a motivating people, um, b getting out, getting participation where possible, and you know, obviously, yeah, we've got some charity things coming up, and um, you know, New Zealand, I, I guess all all of um all of the uh, commonwealth will be sort of pushing for the um for the anzac day you know commemorations that are coming up uh especially new zealand and australia uh, coming up this weekend
0: so let's kick off by watching the video that uh, martin and ian sent through to me uh they'll tell you a little bit about how this is going down and what you can expect
1: crisis all the charities from around the UK have really been struggling with income and to continue their fantastic work. I am doing the 2.6 challenge on the 26th of April which for us rowers means 2.6 kilometers on the rowing machine Maximum rate to 26.
0: Along with 26 other GB rowing athletes from over 50 years of rowing, we're all getting involved and we'd love you in the rowing community to do so as well. So please share amongst the community, have a go, support our charities, and here we are in training. <laughs> See <laughs> the six challenge and support all of the charities of their individual choice all around the UK. So there we go. That's the, uh, that's the summary. That's the challenge. Martin talk to us about how you got involved in helping to organize this response.
1: Well, um, when the, the charities lost all that income because the, the London Marathon. I think it's I think they've tried to reschedule it actually for October, but whether it'll happen or not, who knows. But uh, uh, one of um, the guys I used to row with, Greg Searle, got an email. Um, you know, could the rowers do anything? And um, Greg kind of passed it round this this group. We call ourselves the Molesy uh, Legends where people centered around Molsey Boat Club, sort of used to row. And um and one of our numbers, a guy called Ian McNuff that I rode with in the Moscow Olympics, he's very dynamic. Um and uh he kind of got really into the project and decided that uh he would put this around with 26 rowers over 50 years of rowing history. And then it was just a matter of trying to make contacts with with everybody, and he got some um Some you know useful uh, guys uh, myself to to pass on some of the the contacts of old rowers. Uh, Jess Eddy was really helpful, Helen Glover as well. And once that was done, we had to find a video producer. That was Adam Haybid, and again another multi boat club member um, that was prepared to do all the all the legwork on the video. And and then it was a matter of. Following fairly simple instructions, um, rowing, you know, sending a film of us rowing about six or seven strokes. And Adam Habib synced it in nicely. It's really good at everyone's picking up the, the front end on the catch. And, uh, you know, we haven't seen that before 50 years ago, going back to Pat Wright from 1968 in Mexico, the first one, uh, right up to Mosabihi and Vicky um, Thornley, who are going for Tokyo.
0: I must say there's some impressively old kits that people have dug out to row in. Where did Johnny Searle get that row suit from? Well, you know,
1: there's been a lot of talk about Johnny Searle's row suit on Twitter, but um, the, the British four were kind of pretty brash there. They were they were really out there um, and they kind of wanted to, to make a statement. Um, and they did so in Lucerne in 1996. Uh, the Rodsay regatta, and that's where Johnny Greg, Rupert Obholzer, and Tim Foster uh, wore those really garish Union Jack suits. Whether Jerry Halliwell, the Spice Girl, saw it and uh, decided she uh copy the Union Jack outfit, I don't know, but uh, certainly I think Johnny still got his. And he probably, if it's anything like mine, my Barcelona rowing kit uh, kind of fell to pieces. And I guess Johnny's might have done too.
0: The Barcelona kit was always slated as being the most disgustingly designed kit that Britain had ever had to row in. I seem to recall there was some protests about that.
2: Yeah. um... Sorry. Sorry, better bit of internet issues, team. That's fine.
0: Martin's talking about the historic clothing that was worn in that video. Yeah. Well, um,
1: I want to talk about the the stuff I because the, the video jumped, so it jumped over me, so I was the only one who didn't get shown. But I I was oh, rowing, man. yeah okay. I know I'm gutted. I was I was rowing in the the kit that I won the gold medal in in Los Angeles, which um uh, for I don't know for twenty or thirty years my m- my mum and dad had the kit around down their house. They used to bring it out and show people, and um, I got hold of it so. That was kind of shorts and top. Um, but everyone kind of, there was people riding the Seoul Olympics kit, the Sydney Olympics kit. Everybody seems
2: to have uh, rummaged at the bottom of their kit drawers and got out the kit they used to row it. I've, I've, I've literally only got, I think I've only got about two or three row suits from my time left. Like, I've definitely got the Olympic ones. I think there might be one other, but that's it. Like, most of them. Oh, mate, we, we, dare I say, it, we only used to get, like, one or two row suits a year for our kit. We'd get a training one, but, like, racing. And at the Olympics, you'd get, like, two or three. Um, so we were lucky around them. But, um, you know, when you're donating them to charity auctions and big fundraisers and stuff like that, they just disappears so fast. Um, but that, I, I guess that's the cool side of it as well, is one part.
0: Certainly is now we've got people watching us live online, Uh, lots of thumbs up and love hearts coming through. Firstly, a fan from uh, the Seattle area of of, um, America, Tara, Eric, she's all yours.
2: Oh, hey hey, Tara, hey, if you want to join in on the ANZAC challenge, even though we won't, we won't hold it against you being American, (laughs) it's fine. Look, we've we've got a pretty cool thing coming up here in New Zealand. We've been we've been working. with like uh, Australia rowing and stuff because I I created a little bit of an event called the Eric Murray Challenge. Now, I had to do that because of some um, trademark names around the Marty Carpen and bits and pieces. And and I did an event for the kids uh, to get out and race because they'd lost their champs. And so we, we actually uh, teed off what the British system do. We're at the the bricks; They do um, four minutes for under 15, five minutes for under 16. So we did a timed event and we just saw who could clock the most metres. Then off the back of that, we all sort of got together on an email and said, look, what can we do for Anzac Day? Um, So we just want people to row as far as they can. um, And we want to see which country can do the most number of multiples of 2,504 metres, which is the 24th of April, uh, sorry, 25th of April. Um, And so it's just a fun thing that people can get involved with. um, And we want want people, because at the moment, uh, Anzac Day has always been dawn services, charities going out collecting poppies for the rsa here in new zealand rsl and aussie um and so yeah we, we just want to do something at the moment there's a there's a thing rotating around facebook probably similar to the the nhs thing they did in um in the uk and so people basically at dawn 6 six thirty in the morning go out to your driveway have a look down your road so your neighbors um show you a bit of respect because that's what's generally happened here in new zealand so um, probably do that uh, on the weekend, which would be a bit of fun. Uh, and then, yeah, got to clock out some metres. <laughs> so
0: just for people listening who are from uh, not from these countries, um, Anzac Day is the equivalent of Veterans Day or Remembrance Sunday uh, in, in the UK. So it's, it's when we re- remember the servicemen who fought for our countries, for our freedoms in the past. Now, The website URL is from the Rowing New Zealand website. On their news page are all the details of what Eric's just been describing. You can download a PDF. It'll explain what to do, how to do it, and how many metres you're going to have to do on the day, the 25th of April, so 2504 metres. And I'm sure no Concept2 has ever had that logged in as the goal for a row. before.
2: Oh, the, I think the other good part about this one is we're not just limiting it to um, just the C2. Like if anyone's got any sort of machine at home, we just want people to get on and do some time. Um, and that's as simple as it is. It's not a competition, so we're not comparing stuff. Um, we just want people to get on and, you know, through all the social media stuff, you'll see how we can log we want you to actually log that number so then we can actually, even though there is this, I should say, there is a slight competition element where we want to see who can do that multiple, whether it's Australia or New Zealand. So you can go, you can fill an online form in with the number of metres that you do, but if you're going to put in something like you did 50,000 metres or whatever, would be like, oh, I don't know if you sat on the machine for like four hours, you know. So, um, yeah, it's it's an honesty thing, but it's a day where if you're not honest, mate, you've got to check your morals, eh?
0: <laughs> Looking back to the UK, here's the URL for the JustGiving.com website. Um, Martin, do you know the details of what's on there? Yeah, well, I, you
1: know, the, everybody is um, is getting round, particularly those that are involved in the film, but also the wider rowing community, uh, and they are saying we're going to row the 2.6 kilometres. Um, or any any activity of two, like you know, twenty six. You could be twenty six stairs. You know, you could do that multiple times, like Eric said, or go around the block twenty six times. It could, you know, it can be quite creative. But people are already putting on their just page exactly what they're doing uh, on this two point six challenge. So it's really creative. Um, and the Molesy legends that I know, all the guys. You know, there's quite a lot of guys. You know, most of whom weren't on that film, but they're all going to be rowing the 2.6 challenge and donating to their favourite charities uh, this weekend.
0: So if you go to that page, it is for UK charities. You can say, I want to donate or I want to take part. If you want to take part, you write in the name of your charity and the Just Giving page finds it and will match you up. And they match up any registered UK charity. I've already found a great guy here who's uh, doing a row he's called Tim and he's doing it for the Royal Star and Garter home in Richmond which is a very well-known home for returned servicemen Uh, he's been talking about how he's going to do 26 miles and he wants to do it in a single go his update, I had a good training session this evening, half marathon distance in 90 minutes with 15-minute break in the middle. I think the main problem oh, is yeah, yeah. the hard seat. So someone suggested I stick some bubble wrap on it. Um, not sure that's going to work for you, Tim, but hey, good luck.
2: Creative. That's creative as hell. That's a good man.
0: Eric, what are you going to be doing? When are you starting your 2.5? Uh- uh, yeah, yeah. So um, we
2: we are working ours as well on a dawn to dusk basis. So um, the i the idea is for people to do it between I think it's six thirty three a.m. here in the morning uh, and six twenty five at night, or whatever we are with uh, the actual dawn and actual, actual dusk times, um, which which is the you know like those are the um, I guess the key points when you're when you're talking about Anzac Day itself. It's the day. From when the sun comes up to when it sets. Um and it's all that remembrance side. So um I'll probably be on there first thing in the morning, I guess, pump it out. Um, probably just do an hour or something, see how fast yeah. <laughs> I'm not as far as it used to be, unfortunately. Um, but hey, uh we're all doing our little bits and and uh then that's what it's about.
0: Are you gonna get your goats involved?
2: No, no, goats went back to their breeders, unfortunately. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> no, yeah, there's not too many animals around to come and uh, join my own classes these days. Got to keep it a little bit more upbeat. It's Young not, not so. Yeah, yeah. Well, he might he might make an appearance. I'll get him to get on there and do it. Actually, he'd love it. he will he do. He might do five hundred meters for me.
0: <laughs> That'll help his old dad out. Yeah. Martin, when are you doing yours? So I'm I'm going to do mine at the
1: weekend. Um, I've got to go. Um. Down to the boathouse where the erg is. I don't have an erg here at home, but it's kind of deserted at the moment. So um, I, I've got a, a little issue actually with um, tennis elbow, which I've been really struggling with in terms of rowing. But,
0: Underhand um, grip. Underhand grip, mate.
1: Well, I can do it kind of one-handed with with sort of one hand right in the centre and just hold it very lightly on my on my right on my right hand, but I'm
2: gonna do two point six. Great. Um, right, right. I, I, Martin, if, if you if you can actually only row one handed, okay. Um, I I did a bit of R and D for some um, adaptive rowers. Just go and if, if you can get an old spade handle or if you've got an old spade, just oh. lock the handle off and um and then you can put the, the clip, just drill a hole and you can put the clip through it and then you've got a perfect one handle um uh, hand handle for your machine.
1: I've been wondering about that, and I've never thought about a spade handle.
2: That's really interesting. I, I, when I was doing it, it was before I went to the Invictus Games, uh, twenty eighteen, in, um, in Sydney, and I was, I was at home doing some work, and I've been working with some adaptive guys, and, and with the, um, uh, New Zealand Invictus team, and I, and I was outside, and I went, I, oh, and I looked at my spade, and I went, hang on, and then I went down to the hardware store, and I found this spare ones and, and i cut the the, the extra piece off yeah. and i like filed it down and then i drilled the hole and the, and the the clip went straight through the bottom of it and i took about half a dozen over because they didn't have enough stock i took half a dozen over to the, the Invictus games oh. and there was one guy um this american guy because they use these sort of big quartered things and i gave it to him and he dropped like 10 splits and then he's like oh mate how much and i said take it man it's yours like it's take it home and uh, and it's quite easy to just you just got to like get your your um your sort of oh, I don't know what it is like one three sixteenths body uh, spanner to take the nut off, yeah yeah and,
0: yeah and American is adjustable, not metric
2: yeah 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 That is yeah that's, something that's like cool.
0: that I love that. We've got some um, on-screen uh, messages from people who are um, joining us live. Mike DePetris, who says hello, Channel, and uh, unnamed person from London, who says kia so they're almost certainly kiwi. Yeah, and for you, Martin. And yeah, yeah.
1: Coxon is my old coxswain, really. Adrian, lovely to see you, Adrian.
0: There we go. So, guys, any final words before we all launch off? What can people do right away? Do you want them to spread the word through their networks?
2: Look, honestly, at the moment, what else are you doing except sitting by your TV drinking beers and on social media? It's pretty much about as far as it goes. So uh, I think it is quite easy to touch base. And and I guess that's another point too. Um, And and I I feel New Zealand and, and a lot of my friends have been doing it Uh, You know, it's this time where you can reconnect with people, you know, get on a a video call with someone you haven't seen for a few years or send them a message and check up on people because, you know, we we don't know how people are handling this all around the place. So it's just nice to check in on people, see how they are and and then go, hey, you know, have you thought about doing this, jump on the row machine, before you go. So Yeah, and I think it's so great for the rowing community internationally and,
1: and nationally just to be able to reach out. Know to other rowers, but also the wider sporting world and the world beyond that, and you know, it just shows you what good things are happening during this lockdown and and what you know opportunities there are, which we'd never dreamed of, really.
0: Brilliant, Mm. guys! Thank you so much for staying up late, getting up early, joining us online. Really look forward to seeing the results of the fundraising, and to all of our listeners. Thank you so much for listening, for watching, getting involved. Please do your bit. If everyone watching today can get one more person involved, we'll all be on to an absolutely fabulous outcome. Magic. Thanks, everybody.
2: Thanks, Eric. Love nice it. Thanks, Eric, great. Rebecca. Okay. See you. Thanks, guys. Yeah, bye. See you later.